0: Welcome to the Conscious Marketing Podcast, where marketers come to channel their inner superhero and unlock their superpowers. On this episode, we take action. We discuss how to make conscious decisions, and our tips may surprise you. Learn how we use meditation and guidance from our spiritual guides and more in an episode designed to let you behind the curtain of conscious awakening.
1: Welcome to the Conscious Marketing Podcast. I am Todd Social here once again with Nicole Kelly, aka Nicole Kelly Rocks. And today's episode, we're going to talk about some things that might really just surprise you about making decisions and the answers that really actually might surprise you. Um, and that that is an ironic thing because there's been some real decisions I've had to make lately. And Nicole, as always, has given me, provided me with some really good answers. So Nicole, speaking of which, hi, how you doing?
2: Hello, thank Uh, you.
1: (laughs) What are some of the obstacles you face when making conscious decisions?
2: Well, I think when making decisions, this is where we start to get into conversations that tap into every area of our life. You know, most of what we've spoken about in previous episodes has really focused on marketing and uh, and you know how we're going to use these tools in marketing. In this conversation, I really want to open this up to a bigger conversation around decision making that may extend beyond just business decisions. And so this is brings up exactly some of the obstacles I face. And I typically would make decisions kind of in a silo, you know, you make the business decisions considering what's going on in business, you make your personal life decisions concerning uh, with what's going on in your personal life and some of the biggest obstacles I've had come in where I am trying to do something that moves my soul or I'm trying to decide based on what moves mm-hmm. my soul and I'm coming into conflict with either something from a business arena or something in my personal life that doesn't jive with that and yeah. and then how do, how do you reconcile that, how do you know which area to move forward in and which area not to. And if you're on any kind of a conscious journey or spiritual journey, There are a lot of inputs uh, into how you can make decisions and deciding what to listen to or who to listen to can be a bit of a challenge when you're receiving a flood of information. So the biggest obstacles I've faced are, one, being able to make decisions that work in all categories of my life, and two, understanding where to get guidance from and how to value that guidance in making that decision.
1: (laughs) I mean that that speaks uh directly to my soul and I think you know a lot of times we 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 deal with this uh intellectual assassination of our soul versus our character when we're looking at our decisions and it always feels like we're 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 struggling to get to that that clear place
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um somehow Marketers, I think, struggle even more because it's a constant ebb and flow of integrity decision making versus no integrity at all. I know we talked about this, you know, uh, tons of times, and it just goes and it, it, it like it eats at you. I think, you know, mm-hmm. eats at your core. So. How do you think marketers can get to a clear place for decision making, especially in today's times with today's, the way p- things are being marketed, the way things are, are being shown and displayed, and essentially just, you know, micromanagers seeming like they're becoming even more micromanagers in terms of what they're articulating and the messages they're articulating.
2: Yeah, and clarity is a really important decision-making factor, you know, for me. So when I'm making decision, the first decisions, the first thing I'm going to ask myself is, am I clear right now? Like, am I in a centered place to make this decision? Or am I feeling emotions, quite frankly? Like, any emotional response that I'm having is a result of a trigger that has been hit. And so many times, you know, we try to defend the trigger and defend the perspective that the trigger caused versus yeah. saying, wait a second. Like, I'm feeling a little fear. I'm feeling angry about this, or I'm feeling frustrated about this, or this really scares me in a way that is, like, hitting at my soul. Let me deal with that before I actually go and make this decision. And so in order to get clear, there's a variety of things that you can do. I I certainly recommend doing something to clear your energy field. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have... Steve Nobles meditations on YouTube are magnificent for this you'll have to if you're uh, like there's some new age spirituality language in them I ask you just to like just allow and say yes the whole way because the stuff that he's clearing or things I didn't even realize you needed to clear but my goodness the result of it you walk away feeling like you're floating and that's pretty amazing and that's one way you know you're clear is that you feel light and everything that you're discussing in the decision feels light so First, you can do some meditations. You can also use some of the tools that we um, recommended in some of the prior episodes from crystals to staging. Um, And ultimately, it's just about like checking in with yourself. The best way to get clear is to look yourself in the mirror and say, what am I feeling right now? Mm. Why is this decision so difficult for me? Is it, is it so difficult for me because of something in my present, something in my past, or am I scared of something in the future? And, and then reconciling that inside mm-hmm. of yourself, you know, it just, when you feel fear, the solution to fear is to feel it, actually. Yeah. yeah. So just feel it and sit in the fear and be like, yeah, I'm really scared right now. I'm just going to feel it. And guess what? It can't kill you it can't yeah. actually do anything fear in and of itself has no outcome other than what you create a, as a reaction to it
1: wow so i know um you know we you've talked to me before about like spirit guides and spirit animals and like god source and aliens so let's dive into that a little bit because i really i i was really excited you know thinking about uh those areas because i was like okay I kind of got a sense of my spirit animal, but I wanted to hear kind of your thoughts on the spirit guides and then kind of what you thought about as far as like the God source is concerned and, and, and (laughs) and the aliens too. I cannot forget the aliens.
2: (laughs) Never forget the aliens, man. They're, they're here to help us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Aliens matter, by the way, people, they do matter.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Energy matters too.
1: (laughs) Yes. Energy Um, does
2: yeah so this is where it gets really interesting right because in in the corporate context these are conversations that can that can, get a, can feel a little woo-woo if you will mm-hmm. and you know I'm not really uh, one of those people who like moves into the woo-woo really quickly I tend to be very objective and look at things from a perspective of does this work or not mm-hmm. and when I started really getting into the spiritual journey after I had exhausted the journey of consciousness and and um And then had this near-death experience where I come energy field to energy field with God, source, infinite creator, whatever language suits you. It, It opened my eyes to this whole other realm of information and help that we have available to us. And so I really started to focus on communicating with spirit guides communicating with my spirit animals, communicating directly with source. And for the purpose of this conversation, I'll simply call it source and we can consider that source energy. It's where we all come from. And then also opening myself to extraterrestrial communication. And, you know, when I was doing that in the beginning, it kind of felt a little bit weird, but one of the, one of my favorite companies to actually work with has been Mind Valley because when I talk to the Mind Valley executive team, you know, we can have conversations about our spirit guides and what our guides are telling us. And and people are moving from this place of understanding what guides are and how they can influence decisions. So to kind of take a step back, ultimately in looking at these different sources of information, spirit guides are essentially guides that we all have available to us. For myself when I call in my guides, I mean it is it goes as far as the eye can see the number of entities that are here and and available to support me and whatever is going on. Spirit animals tend to be it's an animal form ultimately it still is a spirit that is there to support you and they tend to bring in specific types of energy. For example, I have a spirit animal named John Doe. It's a deer. Um, and I thought it was really funny, because when I when I um, had a, I did, it was a meditation, but it also followed by, I kept seeing um, deer all over the place, and actually w- went down to D.C. last year for um, catharsis, and on the way home, I was like walking to the car, and there were all these deer standing there, and they literally just stood there looking at me to the point where I almost was able to touch one of them walking that close to it, and so, you know, it was like, what is your name, and it's like, John and I was like, really, like that's as cool of a name as I get for my spirit animal, and it's like, well, John Doe, you know, like that. Many times, you know, these, you know, my higher self tends to be very comical, and um, and so you, we have these like joking conversations. But your spirit animals essentially represent these energy forces in you, and for for me, the elk is very much one of nobility and strength and leadership, and so when I'm feeling like I need, I need energy in that area. Like maybe I'm having a little bit of doubt about Mm -hmm. um, myself or I, my confidence is a little bit shaken. I'll call in my elk energy and it immediately just fills me with that confidence. that I know that I truly hold at my core. Yeah. And then obviously you can also call in God, source, the infinite creator, and you can ask for direct experience. Now for me personally, this is where I have gotten most of my guidance from. When I realized that we have access to all of these things, at first I didn't trust the source. I was like, I don't know if this is a positive entity or if this is a negative entity that could be taking me down a path that I don't want to go. And so because yes. I didn't have a lot of experience, I just I just said, you know, look, I, I just want to talk to the infinite creator. I want direct that unified view of the best one-sentence summary of advice that I could get. And so for the last year and a half, that's pretty much where I – have gotten most of my guidance from and now I'm starting to open to these other channels because I have more experience and how to discern between what feels good and right and resonates with me and then advice that may just be kind of fleeting thoughts you know many times <laughs> this advice comes in in the form of thought in the form of voices um, that are mm-hmm. speaking to you and when that happens it you know I, I, what I told you the other day was you know sometimes we t- we take a vision and we put a lot of weight onto what that vision means. It's like, oh, I saw a vision that this is supposed to happen. And so I'm going to move towards that vision. But sometimes visions are just thoughts, you know, (laughs) so knowing the difference is important. Oh, yeah. And then obviously, you know, extraterrestrial communication. I mean, like, let's be honest, to think that we are the only living entity in a world where we know there are a 100 million known universes, to think that we in this planet of earth in just one universe are the only living entities is a little arrogant <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> the human way, right? Yep. Um and 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 the truth is that if you open yourself to extraterrestrial communication, you can absolutely communicate with other species and you can learn from the knowledge that they have. Many of these civilizations are far advanced beyond ours. And you know, we are essentially, if you will, we are like the um, we're the cavemen, and, and and the entire complexity of the, the multiverses and all of these, you know, gosh, it's just the infrastructure of our existence can be quite complex when you start to look at it, and you don't have to understand all of that, but you can know that there are specific um, species that actually help us. The Palladians are a good example. The Arcturians are another good example. I've been in two Um, spiritual events where Metatron has come in, Archangel Michael has come in, Maria Magdalena came in. Um, And then when you also open, you also start to learn things about yourself. So I was also at a event where, um, you know, I found out that I was the queen of Atlantis. (laughs) And that's kind of interesting, because then you reconcile, like, well, what does that mean? And, you know, did I sink Atlantis? Because you know <laughs> that would kind of suck, um, but that would also make like a lot of my life make sense. You know, so so those are some of the sources that you can look to. And and for you, it's just you know what feels really good to you, and and what feels like you can accept with with loving energy that's not going to um, trigger up any kind of a fear response for you, and start gently, and then you know move in and open yourself wider. Start with something that feels really good first.
1: So you, you had an experience uh, at the eclipse, right? In in Charleston. Mm -hmm. What was like, what was that experience like?
2: Wow. Um, Epic. (laughs) (laughs) I highly, highly recommend that every person experience a total eclipse in their lifetime, because you, when you see the sun, (laughs) covered by the moon and you, the energy of it is, it's indescribable. It is absolutely like on one side of me yeah um, it was interesting because Aquarius energy was um, behind us and, or I'm sorry Saturn energy I can't remember it was like Saturn was in front of us and Aquarius was behind us in the position that we were in mm-hmm. and you know we were also watching the energy shift from this so it was interesting because the energies were shifting in this pattern but we actually found ourselves standing in that energy with Saturn in front and Aquarius behind and so on one side you um, on the shore side you saw thunderstorms and lightning and massive storm clouds and on the other side where the water was it was perfectly still not a cloud in the air (laughs) yeah the sky was a totally different color and then in front of me where the sun actually was it was gray and Mm -hmm. um it, it just it didn't look ominous but it was um still like this stillness that was indescribable and so when that when the moon actually like you know came in front of the sun or the sun came behind the moon however you want to look at it Mm -hmm. in that moment there was just my heart chakra just bursted open in a way that I've never experienced before and it was just pure stillness and everyone like the I mean people were I was on the beach of Charleston so I'm like right oceanfront it was just amazing and I just felt this energy of like whoa like we you feel how small we are as humans and how grand we are at the same time like any question you have over like spirituality or consciousness like It just in that moment was like, holy shit, we are part of something way bigger than we realize.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I've I've realized that at different times, especially when my phone rings.
2: (laughs) I know, like I was like, oh, Todd's getting a call. I guess your spirit guide is calling. (laughs) And also the other thing from the eclipse was that was really like what opened me up to receiving more guidance because in that moment, like, I mean, I saw, you know, I saw alien ships, you know, like, I mean, it was just like, you know, the energy was so amazing and I felt contact and I experienced contact and I was receiving messages and direction and visions of what is going to happen on the, what could happen on this planet and why I'm here and why we as a civilization you know, the opportunity that we have to evolve and to truly create, you know, heaven on earth, you know, whatever, you, whatever your belief system is, you know, heaven or uh, utopia, like we could create this. We have all the resources. And I just saw the magnitude sure. of that. We have the ability to do all of this. And yet we create these false roadblocks what it is we ultimately want which is humans want to be liberated you know we want to be liberated from our jobs we want to go on vacation we want to be liberated from this thing called money that is controlling our lives and we we want to you know (laughs) we want freedom and we call what we have right now freedom but you know i ask questions like you know are you the master of your own time or Does someone else control it for you? Are you the master of your vision? And do you have, you know, the ability to implement and execute your ideas without others, you know, like without the need of approval for others, not that others don't join you in the execution of that. And are you the the master of yourself, man? Like, you know, do you, do you truly Mm -hmm. have integrity within yourself that what, you do moves from a true, pure place or not. And this is stuff that my guides give me feedback on often. The big, you know, advice that I've gotten here recently was like to really be honest with myself about where I've made choices that were based on my own true joy and where I've made choices that were based on a sense of obligation or responsibility for some thing in this Mm. tangible 3D world that has, you know, that directly... It just doesn't feel light, right? Like making decisions Mm -hmm. that feel light versus making decisions that feel heavy. What I found is that when the decision feels really light, it's aligned. And when it feels really heavy, it's one of two things. It's either one that I have some story around it that's untrue, or I have a fear around it that's untrue, or it's just totally out of alignment for me. And knowing the difference between those is key.
1: (laughs) Well, essentially, uh, the the birth of the idea is, is logistically not something that a system will allow to exist. Because when you actually have an idea and you actually want to act on that idea, that would be essentially like jumping off the cliff. And, you know, a lot of people are afraid to jump because they feel like gravity has to keep them grounded at all times. So it's amazing when you go through society and you see how many people – who haven't had real life experiences, you know, and and essentially to me, not having those real life experiences meaning they haven't had real awakenings. You know, they, they take something and because they have to be grounded in it, like take health for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, in in my family, they've always looked at a heart attack or or cardiovascular disease as just a natural cause of living Mm -hmm. instead of perhaps We should delve deeper into our souls, into our spirits, and and jump off the cliff per se so we can find the answer versus just accepting it. But that's what a systematic behavior will have you do. So in in a sense, most people, even in their own sphere of influence, meaning family, friends, Mm -hmm. colleagues, coworkers, or so on and so forth, they have this unique fear to really actually jump off that cliff. And, mm-hmm. and your guides, you can feel it. You can feel the vibration of your guides actually telling you, jump off the cliff, jump mm-hmm. off the cliff, mm-hmm. yet you you don't trust the source. So how can you actually trust the source?
2: Yeah, thank you for asking that. Um, well, there, I, I can't give you a definitive answer, right? Because sure. it's going to be different for everyone. But there's mm-hmm. one thing that I know is true is that what resonates at the soul level it you feel it and it shakes you you know when i'm receiving true guidance it comes in the center it comes in the form of one sentence it'll say jump off the cliff but it won't tell you how it won't tell you when It won't, you know, tell you to put a parachute on, you know, it's not looking at the tactical things that we typically associate with good decision making. It's just saying, hey, this is the direction you need to move. And then the rest of it is for me to decide, right? Sure. So one, knowing that Guidance tends to come in the form of one sentence and everything after that is your interpretation of that Um, and or one picture like I mean the way you can read everyone receives guidance differently. I I tend to write and do what they call um, automated writing where I have questions written and then I receive the answers to them and I just simply like I'm not really there I'm just typing the answers and then I read them after and I don't even know what Mm -hmm. was written. until after. You can also receive it in the form of, you know, a voice coming through. And many times it sounds like your own voice, you know. It's not Mm -hmm. that it's like, you know, you're hearing a man's voice and a woman's voice. For me, it comes through kind of in a similar voice to my own. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people do hear different voices. This is not a sign of... Um, mental illness all the time sure. as we tend to associate our society and I would love <laughs> if we could stop you know, shaming people who hear voices because those voices are your guides um, and yeah. And um, And then others, it comes in the form of pictures. so like even talking about you know like extraterrestrial communication, telepathic and empathic communication are are the most advanced forms of communication. Yeah. And I expect that as our evolution continues, we no longer will have to have conversations about decisions. You know, I would love to see the leader of our country, you know, our president, be able to make a decision for our country based on actually tapping into the energy of the country and seeing where people actually are and what we need. And that's how these advanced civilizations make decisions ultimately. And so telepathic communication, empathic communication, telepathic communication comes for me and, and, um, in pictures, you know? So like practicing telepathic communication is essentially practicing sending pictures back and forth and seeing if the other person receives it. And sure. then empathic communication is communication by feeling. You can actually um, feel something that someone else feels, but it does require that you also open... Your own empathic abilities, which are required to do it, but you also like to do that. To open empathic ability means you need to process your own emotions and get to that clear place. So, just consider that that's on the horizon for many, depending on on where you are. If you know, I I tend to be a thinker. You know, Myers Briggs, Mm -hmm. I'm an EJ, so my brain is really strong and my intellect is really strong. For those who are feelers in the Myers-Briggs, that empathic Mm -hmm. awareness likely will come first. For those who are a T, like I'm an ENTJ versus an Mm -hmm. ENFJ, um, the Fs will likely have that empathic awareness open firstly. The Ts will likely have the telepathic communication open early. Isn't that a funny little coincidence? (laughs) 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 I have the perfect Facebook group for that conversation.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, so it's amazing because, you know, we, we, we talk about this and and how to really find your your guides and leverage your guides. um, Mm -hmm. Definitely because, you know, it's, it really is about supporting people's initiatives, but, Mm -hmm. you know, honestly, in in seeing how it relates to like conscious marketing um, and conscious marketers, uh, I'm sure there's a, a very big gap in terms of how they can leverage their guides to support their initiatives. so so how does that relate to conscious marketing? and how do you think conscious marketers can leverage their guides to kind of support themselves?
2: Well, I, I think this is import, an important conversation to have because typically marketing decisions that I've been involved in are made by committee. You know, it's a group of people who come together and they're like, this is what we should do. This is how we should do it. Um, And then they become part of that process of that editorial team, right? So um, you have many reviews, you have groupthink happening, all kinds of things that happen when humans come together and start making decisions. And so from a conscious marketing perspective, I would say the first thing is one, just being open to a conversation with with. Information coming from your guides, information coming from your infinite self, information coming from the creator. And the reason for that is because as marketers, we have an important job here. We are here to actually spread messages throughout the entire world. The question is, are you spreading the most inspirational, effective An impactful message you can to actually support humanity in its evolution. And so from a conscious marketing perspective, opening yourself to receiving guidance can actually open yourself to receiving a vision that can transform and change the world. You know, thinking Steve Jobs, just Steve Jobs is the one who developed the iPhone by himself and how all of that happened. Well, he was receiving visions from his guides. He, you know, he's actually, um, well-documented as, as being a little new agey and on this like spiritual path and doing crazy things like fasts and all of that. I totally get it because these are things you do when um, when you're clearing out and detoxing your channel so you can receive guidance. So understanding that some of the most impactful and transformational ideas that have ever impacted this planet did not come necessarily mm-hmm. from the human, but they mm-hmm. came from communication with the human. And then Um, implementation. And that is all of the technology that we have available on the planet right now. And where people say they got it from may be different. But in my experience, that all of my best ideas have come directly from my guides. And so open yourself to that is the first step. Then the second thing is that when you have an open conversation with your team and you have multiple people who are checking in with guides, what you get is you get different lenses of advice Mm -hmm. and insight for the same thing. So say, for example, you know, we're running a campaign and we're like, you know, hey, we want to target uh, women uh, for this running event, you know, and we're like, but we really like, we want to understand what women need right now. Well, you can have five marketers go away and do a channeling for insight and come back with five different things. But when you combine all of those it's like oh, it's like basically like the threads of a blanket coming together that fit <laughs> perfect and it's like holy shit we just totally like have this amazing concept that hits women on what they need what they want what they don't know they need what they don't know they want and we can actually solve this problem for them in a way that is just totally is going to change their lives. And um, so that's another thing, getting in teams where you channel together and then putting together these programs that essentially are coming from what I call divine guidance. This is divine guidance. And so divine guidance leads, leads to divine results. So Channeling to um, figure out what to do on your next campaign, channeling to figure out what is going on with your audience using temp- telepathic and empathic communication to actually feel and sense into that audience so you're actually responding to them. We've talked to many times about that you know as marketers we tend to think we know our audience and and yep. you know like how many men work for makeup companies and lingerie companies and <laughs> you know all of those things, right. And I love, I love working with men. This is not to dishonor men or to say that they can't understand women, but you're not a woman, right? So like yeah. you're, there is a lens that you're putting on that filters your knowledge and your understanding because you, you, a man is never going to understand how the underwire in a bra hits my breast and whether or not it's going to bother me or not. Right. So <laughs> just understand that they're, like understand your audience and understand your connection to that audience and then overlay that and just trust that you know if you're receiving guidance it's a good thing and then find ways to test it you know in in some organizations this may or may not be considered socially acceptable you know to go in and I've never gone into um yet I've never gone into a company and been like all right let's go channel the answer to that you know (laughs) but i'm really excited for the day that that happens because i know that that is going to be a conscious organization you know conscious organizations are receiving their own guidance they're all for them from themselves and feeling what resonates but they are also checking in with their guides they're tapping into their spirit animals they're tapping into their conscious circles they're you know they're surrounding themselves with with people who are pushing them forward and inspiring them to be even greater than they thought they could be. And, and that, that's just a conversation that I'm super excited to be a part of where we can actually talk about all the stuff and not have to filter it based on what's socially acceptable um, and, and what the, um, you know, we're at this tipping point of the evolution of humanity. And so right now it's very much the innovator and the early adopters who are having these conversation. But I know we're almost to that 15%. And when we hit that 15%, which I believe will happen early in 2018, you're going to see wha, consciousness become mainstream. And, and then we'll be able to have these conversations in a way that we don't have to have shame or hide that, you know, yeah, man, my, um, I have a spirit animal and his name is John Doe and he's an elk. And I also have a snake and a white eagle and, you know, many that give me amazing insights into how we can actually change the, the world in a positive way.
1: Well, I have a wolf and his name is Sir Lancelot.
2: Ooh, and nice.
1: he gives me conscious clearance at, mm-hmm. at various times. So I, I feel like we're, we're definitely having a breakthrough today in discussing conscious decisions. But unfortunately, I have to segue people who are listening by saying that there are so many things going on Um, with with Conscious Marketing and the Conscious Marketing Podcast. I want you to be able to check that out. We have a Conscious Marketing Mastermind. We also have a Conscious Marketing Institute that's getting ready to open soon. So check out the details. um, And on the back side of this, we'll be going into Nicole's tips.
0: We've been asking ourselves some big questions at the Conscious Marketing Institute. What if world's greatest marketers came together with one mission: to inspire humanity to embrace its full potential. What if we gave them $50,000 to execute the most inspirational advertising campaign the planet has ever seen? What if we are the superheroes the world needs? The conscious marketing mastermind is a prototype to find out. As Conscious Co-Creators, we will create a campaign to inspire humanity to step into our full potential and execute it with a team of the best marketers on the planet. If you're the kind of superhero who wants to be a part of something big and you have $25,000 to invest in inspiring humanity, go to ConsciousMarketingInstitute.com and click on Mastermind to learn more. The final group for 2018 will be selected on December 31st, so get your application in soon. What if your voice was the key to assist you in your conscious awakening? It is. The Conscious Marketing Podcast is proud to be partnered with Clearly Conscious to bring you advanced sound healing technology. Here's how it works. Go to clearlyconscious.ca forward slash conscious marketing podcast to submit your voice sample for analysis. The Clearly Conscious team analyzes your voice and sends you your own personal soul tone designed to harmonize and balance your energy. Just play this tone anytime or anywhere to immediately feel balanced. And that's not all. Because sound healing works at the quantum level, it helps to open your heart to unlock your true center of consciousness. If you're into effortless and you're into conscious expansion, there's no time like the present to check out clearlyconscious.ca forward slash conscious marketing podcast. As a special bonus, you'll also receive a personalized reading from a Clearly Conscious coach for just $50 Canadian. That's a 33% discount for conscious marketers. You are the superhero the world is looking for. Get harmonized and let's go change the world.
1: Welcome back to the Conscious Marketing Podcast. This is Todd Social once again with Nicole Kelly, aka Nicole Kelly Rocks on Facebook. Make sure you check her out. Make sure you get in touch with her because she is the most conscious of the conscious that is out there speaking about conscious decisions. And this is today's episode that we're currently talking about. And this is one of my favorite points of the, the podcast because this is where Nicole drops conscious bombs or, or conscious tips, as we should say. It is time for Nicole's three tips for marketers to get clear and channel their truth. So Nicole, take it away. Let us hear your tips for today.
2: Thank you. We'll call them conscious fireworks, right? Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: so um, the first is to understand what channeling really is. One yep. channeling is you. You're talking to yourself. Your infinite self yep. can take on many forms, but ultimately it is you. So don't get like wrapped up in like, Oh, you know, my spirit animal is an elk and he's, you know, like the divine guidance and the only divine guidance and or that it associates with anything other than it's just a representation of myself that it's a lens that I that I have. So just know that it's all you um, and that ultimately only you can make a decision based on your truth. So receive the guidance, feel what truly resonates at the soul level and make a decision based on your truth and know that you are the holder of your truth. To get really clear about what your truth is, and to do that, you need to self-reflect and understand your triggers like we talked about, so be really honest with yourself on where you are, and honor that wherever you are is the perfect place for you. You are in your highest timeline. If your consciousness is present right now, it means this is the highest timeline for you. This is your divine timeline, so understand where you are, and, and then... Um, Uh, like really, I I just had um, a message come in. (laughs) It's
1: okay. It's okay. Nicole,
2: Nicole, don't forget to talk about the real truth. (laughs) You know, there is, which is really funny because this has been part of my journey. And it was like, you know, being honest with where you are and then choose to serve yourself and your organization, but do it in a service to others mentality. So truth when we are really clear is that our mission here is to be in service to others. And we have some purpose in that. And so your truth will very much look like a service to others versus a service to self. And knowing the difference between that is really important. And then, so there's the truth, which is like the universal truth, which is that, you know, we exist. That's about all we can prove. And, um, And then there's your truth, which is a layer on top of that, right? So I know I exist and I know I'm here for a purpose. My truth looks like my purpose is to help others and in this way. So just knowing the difference between the truth and your truth, this can get a little Um, it can be highly debated in some circles. So just know your truth and know that you are your ultimate decision maker and you know what's best for you always. And then ask for guidance often, every day if possible. This has been one of the things that I've been doing myself for the last couple weeks and I had fallen off of, you know, I used to like ask for guidance like once a week and um, and I found myself like getting to a point where it's like, oh, everything's going the way I want. And so I would stop asking for guidance and then everything would stop going the way I want. And I'd be like, what happened? And it's like, well, you haven't been checking in. And so all of these decisions that you've been making on a daily basis, you're making them from a place, not of unconsciousness. It's certainly from a place of conscious integrity, but you're not, you're only doing it through the human lens and your guides offer an additional lens that you simply can't get from this human perspective. There, It's, just we can only hold so much information in this little human brain that we have and so asking guidance for uh, often and every day really starts to you can hone in and you get you know the the nuggets the little Mm bite-sized pieces that are applicable for the day but always tie back to the bigger picture and when you do that then you know you can feel confident that you're moving in a direction that you know feels good to you keep choosing what's light drop all the things that feel heavy
1: wow Wow, 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 wow. That is perfect, a perfect way to end a perfect podcast in discussion about conscious decisions. If you don't know anything about conscious marketing, you need to get clear on what your truth is right now because that just gave me very much clarity on my truth. And once again, Nicole, I appreciate the essence and the aura that you bring in terms of discussing and the willingness to really let the truth out about consciousness and how people can really tap into that and tap into those resources. And essentially everyone should know, should be in touch with their spirit gods, everyone should know who their spirit animal is, at least one, you know, they should know who their God source is and if you haven't forgot, don't forget the aliens. Do not ever forget the aliens. So essentially, you know, um, this whole thing about consciousness and conscious decisions um, is definitely, in a sense, based on the truth for a lot of us conscious marketers. And due to the fact that um, we are trying to guide you to become conscious, I'm just letting you know, make sure that you check out what we have going on, Um, Get in touch with Nicole on on Facebook and Nicole Kelly rocks. Um, Check out anything that we, we post in terms of the conscious marketing podcast, but until the next podcast, make sure that you stay conscious.
0: Thank you for joining the conscious marketing podcast. We hope you found your inner superhero and have what you need to raise the bar for consciousness in the industry. If you like what you heard, please take the time to leave us a rating and review. Tell us what really works for you and what would make the show even better. Every review helps another conscious marketer find their way here. Want to have next week's episode automatically queued up for your Monday commute? Remember to subscribe before you leave. We thank you for your support. Please go to ConsciousMarketingPodcast.com for show notes, links, and other awesome resources. It is our honor to serve you. Now, let's go change the world.